Good afternoon, evening, or morning, whatever time you're listening out there in listener land. This is Debugging the Darkness, episode 11. Uh, we are a podcast outreach of Christian Tech Center Ministries, a 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to helping any and all with computers and technology. I'm Doug Bonnett, I'm co host and sidekick over on this side of the desk. And of course, I'm here with my good friend and executive director over at Christian Tech Center Ministries, Andre Class. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, every week now, or every uh, fortnight, I should say, Andre. Hey, how you doing, buddy? I am doing well, Doug. It's been an exciting past couple weeks. Man, tell me about it. Tell us about it. Don't just tell me about it. Tell all of our listeners about it. Indeed. Well, we didn't end up winning the trophy, but oh, nonetheless. should have. Well, nonetheless, just being Dare recognized, <laughs> well, just being nominated for the Seminole Business Awards after just over a year of service in our community has been a huge honor in itself as we've continued to serve those in need across Central Florida, helping families, helping other nonprofit organizations, and addressing so many different needs of technology mm-hmm. across our Central Florida community and beyond. Uh, this past week, we've given a good amount of computers to various churches and ministries as well in our local region, and uh, we have a lot of great events that we have that are coming up that we're going to be participating in. Well, before you share that, Andre, tell me how the Seminole business community found out about Christian Tech Center Ministries. Well, of course, as a member of the Seminole County Regional Chamber of Commerce, uh, we have built a lot of relationships with different business owners across Central Florida and specifically here locally in Seminole County. Of course, the seven cities of Seminole County include Sanford, Lake Mary, Altamont Springs, Longwood, Winter Springs, Castleberry, and Oviedo. And uh, the chamber is essentially a means for businesses to be able to connect and uh, work Network, together. right? Uh, yes, indeed. And uh, they have different sub-councils that uh, different business owners can meet at. And, of course, the chamber has some monthly events uh, where they have uh, all the different businesses come together from mm-hmm. across the county. And uh, so they have different uh, programs, such as a Business Expo uh, that they have coming up again next year, I believe in January. And uh, there's also various programs as well in which uh, businesses, uh, one of the things they do every year is they do a business awards function where different businesses and different organizations are nominated uh, to be given this special recognition. And uh, there were 15 different nonprofits, ourselves included, Mm -hmm. that uh, were nominated this year. And uh, the nominations come from fellow chamber members. And, of course, to be able to be nominated, of course, itself, that is a huge blessing to be a finalist in this contest. Oh, absolutely. And in the end, the winner ended up being Ladies 327, which, of course... Oh, you're affiliated with them, right? Indeed. So, of course, for them to win, Mm -hmm. of course, all of the affiliate charities, ourselves included, technically are winners, I must say. And, of course, it's definitely a pleasure to be part of that network, which comprises of over 40 charities um, that are actively serving the Central Florida area, and uh, Kim has been a big help with uh, printing out uh, some of these recent flyers uh, that uh, uh, publications that we've been a part of. We were in their Connections flyer earlier this year, mm-hmm. and uh, we also have been uh, able to coordinate on some of our local events as well. Um, they are a bit, uh, a bit uh, 
um, overwhelming, if you will, with everything they have going on um, because they're so part of so many different functions across Central Florida from uh, Texas Roadhouse's Kids Nights uh, to uh, Food Truck Festival that they have. I believe that's in, uh, I believe that's in uh, Deltona. Mm-hmm. And uh, then, of course, uh, when they're involved in events here in Sanford, such as uh, the uh, art festivals, uh, the uh, uh, Live After Fives, uh, Food Truck Fest, I mean, you name it. They're, they're really a strong mainstay within the Sanford and the general Central Florida area. So, of course, uh, we're definitely very grateful for the opportunity to be able to sure. work with them. And, of course, uh, definitely our big congratulations. You guys, uh, they've been working really hard, and they've been continuing to help not just our organization but other organizations in their network. So, of course, uh, it's definitely a huge blessing to yeah, be when, able to work it, with them. It's a perfect example of when one wins, everybody in it, in essence, wins because we're all um, basically paddling in the same direction. So it's it's good to... Uh, especially for for nonprofits and other organizations that are simply existing to help people, it's it's good to get that encouragement that that kind of inspires people to go on. So what what in the world else, Andre, has been going on, or what are you looking forward to uh, on the calendar upcoming? Well, um, a lot of interesting open doors for us as of late. Good. Um, so uh, next week, Tuesday on September nineteenth. Tuesday, by the way. That's how we say it in Maryland, Tuesday. Yep. But go ahead. Uh, so on next week, Tuesday, on the, oh, the 19th, and I'm sorry, I just, I, just pronounce All right. it, I just pronounce it the Settle way I pronounce it. Settle down over there. Come over this desk. And... <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't, don't rip my arm oh, off, please. Okay. We can't operate unless. Well, we've had a discussion about violence already, so uh, go ahead. Tuesday or Tuesday. Yep, uh, so uh, coming up on Tuesday, the 19th, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to be part of Seminole State College's Community Resource Fair. Um, it's going to be at their Sanford Lake Mary campus, their okay, main good. conference on Weldon Boulevard, in uh, which uh, we're going to be alongside several other nonprofit organizations uh, to be able to showcase some of the services that we offer to the community, nice. being able to avail them to the students and also to open the door for some of these students to potentially volunteer with us and get that requisite credit that they might need for some of their scholarships or for some of their coursework. Now, don't we have a quasi-partnership with, with Seminole State College at this point? or? Well, of course, we definitely have some great friendships amongst their leadership, uh, but we mm-hmm. have to, haven't really had the opportunity to establish any direct partnerships. Um, they Talking operate, to you, Seminole State College. <laughs> well, they operate... Step uh, your game up! Well, they, they, they operate on a model where they're doing a direct leaseback program with Dell, where what some of these larger organizations are doing is that instead of actually buying equipment mm-hmm. and then having them the surplus at the end of their usable life, the leaseback programs that they have with some of these, with that they have, and some of these other enterprises do, is that they get the computers at a special rate, and then when it's time to replace them, they take them back, mm-hmm. and then supply the new equipment. So it's completely managed by them. Whether it's so, it's basically one less thing for their IT people to, to deal right, with. Right. Right. But of course. Uh, we would ideally love if happily take them Seminole. What are we calling them these days? When my kids went there, it was Seminole Community College. Now it's Seminole State College. Oh yes, and Seminole State College. They All right, definitely SSC. have. They definitely have some really great programs, including 
in the IT sector. So we're definitely hopeful that uh, we'll be able to get some follow through with some of their alumni sure. to be able to help support our mission. And of course, um, in my involvement in higher education outside of Christian Tech Center is that I also serve on the advisory board of Kaiser University for their Orlando campus on Lake Underhill and being able to help sculpt and mold the curriculum and their general strategy is a huge blessing to be able that even though I myself never went to college that uh, such a I went for a couple of weeks it's got to count for something right I believe so Doug. fear the turtle by the way <laughs> um, but the good thing is is that I mean just it just shows that with my vast experience in this field that higher ed, higher learning educational institutions like Kaiser with a strong focus on digital advancement, uh, cybersecurity, and other prestigious tech pathways are looking to individuals such as myself and others in the community uh, to be able to help them become stronger and be able to better equip the next generation let, in let the me, tech world. On that note, Andre, have, have you experienced from the things you've seen uh, let's say somebody goes to a tech-specific school or they get some other type of tech certificate or degree, or I, I don't know what the options are out there. Are they assured to get a job, or how does that work ultimately? Well, some it just depends on the higher learning educational institution. Some do have direct career pathway opportunities and partnerships with mm -hmm. some of these larger tech companies, enterprises, and organizations, while others uh like it, it just really depends. Well, others, they give you the skills, and then it's up to the graduate to then find that skill and the opportunity. And many times, they are already equipped and ready with that knowledge to know what to look for an employer, how to identify the pairing of skill sets. Sure. So it really just depends on the institution and its unique approach. Um, there's so many different higher learning institutions across Central Florida. And here's the thing, many times what tech companies are looking for, they're not necessarily looking for like what graduate or degree level you have, but mm -hmm. they're looking for that practical experience, right. that skill set, right. that attention to detail, that uh, capability to achieve the desired results. So just in, from my situation, for example, I never went to college, but now I have over 15 years experience as an A-plus certified computer technician, and I could probably get any kind of job that I want to get in the tech industry. I'd hire and you if I, I had a tech uh, company. Yeah, but of course, I'm happy with living my humble lifestyle, knowing that the Lord put this calling on my heart to be able to do what I do and use my skills in a manner that I can glorify his name and serve others. And I'm very content. I'm happy. I'm joyful. Because here's the thing, you can surround yourself with all this money. Look at Bill Gates, look at Jeff Bezos, but you know what? Here's the thing, if you're not living with that spiritual fulfillment, if you're not living for a purpose that's truly greater than the visual purpose, the visual apparent purpose, which is I'm fixing computers for people, the bigger underlying purpose is when I do what I do to help someone in need, I'm glorifying the name of Jesus Christ in our community and potentially facilitating that seed of faith in somebody's heart to be able to find their salvation and find their eternity. Man, amen, Andre. There's nothing more important to me. You know, we ought to do, we ought to pass the collection plate after that sermon. I'm just saying, that was, uh, that was well said, my friend. So, 
Um, let's talk real quick about another upcoming event. Yes, indeed. Uh, so uh, additionally, uh, the other big event we do in addition to doing our annual fundraising gala in May is that, uh, of course, the big, big event. Well, actually, before the big event, we have another blessing that will so it's a pre-big event is what yes. you're saying so longwood aka strongwood, strongwood. is doing their effervescent longwood by the way yep and they are doing their national night out and once again we have been invited to set up our display table tremendous in the community alongside many of these uh, fun festival activities and if I understand correctly, our city commissioners are going to be cooking hot dogs. Oh, come on by and get a hot dog. And it's going to be from 5.30 to 8 at, on Tuesday, October 3rd at Candyland Park. And that address is 559 Longdale Avenue in Longwood. So, again, Tuesday, October 3rd, 5.30 to 8 for Longwood's National Night Out. We'll have our display table set up. We'll have a tent set I'm up. I'm have to go to that. Absolutely. If that's podcast night, uh, we'll have to reschedule it, for it our is, listeners. It actually is not. Oh, that's good. Then yeah. why wouldn't you want to be there? Yeah, so you definitely want to be there, that's for sure. Yeah, and now we'll put that in the show notes. Of course, all the calendar items uh, that we need to make people aware of are in the show notes, and especially the Pray for Our Leaders, which and I know Andre is super excited is to tell you about. indeed our big event, and it's going to be really, really awesome. So on Sunday, October 8th, and we've already started having registrations left and right from some of our government officials, candidates, mm-hmm. our first responders, veterans, and also from the general public, uh, we invite our community to come together united in the power of prayer as we cover our leaders with God's wisdom and God's protection. It's a tradition started by our fellow board member, Antonio Reyes, uh, about six years ago. This is the sixth annual year that we're doing it. And uh, it's going to be at True Life Church, 5400 Markham Woods Road in Lake Mary on Sunday, October 8th from 6 to 8 p.m. And we have some great speakers. We have uh, Brendan Johnson. He's going to have a great message from the Book of Kings. Uh, we're also going to have House Representative Rachel Plakin and our Strongwood Commissioner, Matt Morgan, former pro wrestler, multi-time mayor. He was known as the Blueprint, and uh, he's going to be our big speaker of the night. And we also have the musical talent, uh, once again, of Joe Nestor. I was listening and, to the guy uh, that worked this morning. Man. And he is really good. He's going to really have some good. originals. He's going to have some new releases. And, of course, we're also going to have the Seminole County Sheriff's Office Honor Guard displaying our colors. And uh, it's going to be a truly amazing event. We have 200 seats. We still have plenty of tickets available. It's a totally free event for anyone to come. We just ask that you kindly please bring a donation of either food, clothing, technology, non-perishable goods, or Bibles that we can then uh, distribute to other nonprofit organizations and benefit uh, people through that program. And we also have uh, a lot more coming up toward the end of the year, including we're going to be in the Longwood Strongwood Christmas Parade. And December 3rd, I believe, is the date of that. Can we cut a hole in the top of your car, and I'll drive the car, and you can wave at people? Uh, No, we cannot cut a hole in my car, and I'm sorry that my car does not have a sunroof. you got to buy another car, Andre. Or, well, you can we get the are, Kennedy limousine, but well, I guess that didn't work out too well, well for Well, we are actively seeking a transit van or a small cargo van, as we are, as we discussed on a previous show. Can we cut we, a hole in the top of that? Well, some, Maybe you could sit on top of it, and I won't drive like my normal <laughs> idiot self. <laughs> 
Um, well, um, well, the thing is, more important than looking good in a parade, we need functionality and the capability as we continue to reach more and more people and pick up and transport more equipment from organizations that are donating computers, and we definitely need more computers donated, whether you have a business, an organization, or you're just an individual, laptops, desktops that we can recondition for community distribution. Of course, we definitely need those. When you have larger institutions also that have pledged equipment, like from Seminole County Government or Lynx or the Property Appraiser's Office, they just gave us another boatload. We're very grateful to them. The yes, David we Johnson. are. Shout out to those guys and yeah. girls. Yes, indeed. Uh, so, of course, we're at a point in our operation where having a commercial van is a necessity, and we don't want, like, a big, big one. We're just looking for something small like Transit Connect, MV200, Mercedes Metris. We don't care about the mileage. We just care that, A, it works, and, B, it blows cold air because, as you know, we live in Florida. And Good I point. kind of need air conditioning. Um, and, of course, uh, uh, you could say the technology needs the air conditioning, and then, uh, yes. yeah. But <laughs> we understand. It. And, of course, to be able to better facilitate uh, more mobile on-site services. Because, as you know, I've been putting a lot of miles on my personal car since we launched this mission. And this car is just the about to hit. The one that he won't let us cut a hole in the roof of, by the way. Yeah, it's, it, this thing's just about to hit a quarter million miles right about now. So You're just getting it broken in. It's yeah. in the sweet spot. <laughs> so we definitely need a vehicle more than ever. So, in addition, because we are 501c3, if you do have a vehicle, whether it's a fleet vehicle or you just have one that uh, you're looking to donate, just as a financial donation is a tax is a tax deductible qualifying contribution, so would an in-kind donation of computer equipment or, of course, your vehicle. If so, we've said it a million times, and maybe not quite that many times, go to christiantech.com. Oh, christiantechcenter, please, dot com. Hit the donate button until eh, you wear your fingers down to like the second or third knuckle. It, it's going to be gnarly, but hit that donate button and give until uh, until you're done giving. But we could sure use it. Well, of course, uh, please give comfortably. Of course, if you believe hilariously, in mission, the Bible says so. Uh, if you want a good time giving, hey. Here well, we are. Well, I think the Bible says that God enjoys a cheerful giver. Yes. You know a, what else he, it, it says in that big book? That You see, this is the our, segues. Uh, passage oh. of the podcast, shall we? Yeah, let's hit a random sound effect for that one. I'm just, I'm going to hit a random one. Oh, that's not bad for a... Uh, yeah. And welcome to Club Christian Tech Center. <laughs> All right, so the passage of the podcast. This is from Esther 414. Now, the, I'm going to read the whole thing. Of course, we're going to focus on the principle that is timeless in the last part of the verse. So here it is. For if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place. But you and your father's family will perish. And who knows but that you have come to your royal position for such a time as this. Thoughts, Andre? Well, that is a very, very good verse. And actually, the story of Esther is one that I've been intimately familiar with because uh, I grew up uh, in, with a Jewish heritage, of course. Mm -hmm. And, in fact, the Jews uh, celebrate uh, the, this particular triumph uh, with the holiday of Purim each and every year. And uh, so 
the surrounding context of this verse was that at the time, um, King Xerxes had brought Hanan to power, and Hanan had made an evil plot to genocide all of the Jewish people across the land of Persia. And around and Persia, of course, was the predominant empire at that point in time, which would later be conquered by the Greeks, which would later be conquered by the Romans, and then, as, as you know, uh, but at the time, uh, the Persians had just conquered the Babylonians, and uh, they were allowing the Jews to return and live freely in the in the kingdom of Persia. And uh, at the time, Israel was a province of that kingdom, of that jurisdiction. So Hanan was plotting to kill all the Jews, and uh, so t the only person who could potentially do something about it was Queen Esther, who, in fact had a Jewish background, and she was essentially put in a position where she had to trust in the Lord because if she just approached the king on her own and the king was not expecting or willing to welcome her presence, she could have been executed. So she literally would have to put her life on the line, but the thing is, of course, if she did not do that, then she probably would have ended up getting killed with all the Jews uh, had Hanan had his way. But fortunately, um, that uh, through the Lord's protection, that she was able to approach uh, her king, and then they were able to repel this harm, that she was able to approach him, and they were able to act to protect the Jewish people. And, of course, uh, God's justice ended up being done in that situation. Yeah, it, I but, think it's a definitely a reminder of um, whatever season we're in God has attended to that season now he may ha not have caused that season in our lives it may be self-caused but whatever that season is uh, when we allow him to redeem it it's it, it, that season is specific for his purpose and and yep. for such a time as this I, I think about uh, these last uh, year and a half, almost two years um, of the genesis of Christian Tech Center Ministries and, and now where it is now, what a tremendous season, Andre. Absolutely, because leading up to the start of Christian Tech Center, I had my previous job. I had been, in fact, threatened just for wanting to do this before I was even a nonprofit before I was even out my own just doing charitable works in my own time mm -hmm. I had my job my livelihood had actually been threatened and of course as time passed and God opened the door and uh, leading up to taking that leap of faith and knowing that I just had to push through trust and rely entirely on God just as Esther did when she basically consecrated herself and asked all the Jewish people to fast three days, three nights straight. No food, no water at all. And she did the same, just consecrating herself to the Lord, trusting in the Lord wholeheartedly and knowing that if I perish, I perish. And I knew that this would be a leap of faith that I would have to trust wholeheartedly because I wouldn't know where our sponsorships would come from. I still don't necessarily know where our support is going to come from, but I do know that God provides and the fact that uh, we're now at a point where we've already helped so many families so many ministries so many nonprofits that I know that 
by trusting in God. He just you just surrender that control to him and he takes control and that's pretty much the same thing that Esther did that she knew that there was always a possibility that that the king would not raise his scepter toward her and I knew there was always a possibility that this could potentially become a total flop and I could lose everything I have and everything I own if this uh, wasn't meant to be so but, even to put a, a, a finer point on it as it um, concerns that particular season we realize that a sacrifice is, is often asked of us. And, and so what are we willing to give to experience the Lord's ultimate blessing for such a time as that? And, and it also reminds me, Andre, that um, if the Lord wanted some type of tech ministry in Central Florida, if you didn't do it, he would have raised somebody else up. So the, the point of, I think, Mordecai telling Esther Look, if if you don't do it, it'll get done, but you're still going to die basically. And and so to your point or or from your end of of this biblical principle, if you didn't respond sacrificially, I I know your story and you would have missed out on God's blessing and and experiencing what has been going on for months now. It's it's a tremendous sight to to kind of stand back and watch. Absolutely, and it's definitely been a, a huge blessing. And and the the best thing about it is that when I do what I do, and when we get all these accolades and awards and recognition, I know that I'm giving all the glory to God. Right, crowns to throw at Jesus's feet. That's right, because he's the reason that all of what we have is even possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, from the from the creation, the organization of our facility, like everything we do, it's been just one miraculous uh, one miraculous event after another leading to where we're at and what we do on a day-to-day basis. And it, it's truly, I, like, I'm still truly in awe every time I wake up and every time I unlock the door to this office and seeing what it's become and what we've been able to achieve. And it's all 125% You're better Jesus. at math than that. How dare you, Andre? 125 percent well i mean it's more quantum physics kids i mean it's more than like i mean it's more than what we as people ask for or expect that was our one of our original verses i think beyond every uh, expectation honestly yes that was one of the original passages of the podcast so andre i'm uh looking at our future calendar vis-a-vis the podcast so what we want to do, we, we still want to figure out a way to get listener questions asked on the podcast. And like I said, if I don't like your questions, um, I'll ignore them and I'll make a question up. But I'll, I'll admit that I'm making it up. So I, I don't want to be uh, breaking the whatever the eighth or ninth commandment, whichever one on the list it is. That's one we don't want to break. Um, so... We want to figure out a, a system of listener questions. And as always, in, in fact, Andre, I think we talked about this on the last, last podcast. You had a guy call from New York for a tech answer. And so um, feel free to call Andre at the shop. 
he will answer those questions. Indeed. And uh, what's the number over there, Andre? See, that's a smooth segue. Yeah, absolutely. So, of course, the uh, address phone number of Christian Tech Center is uh, we're located at 1006 West State Road 434 in Longwood, 32750. And, of course, our phone number is 407-545-8090. Our normal operating hours are Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., closed on Sundays and Wednesdays. Uh, and, of course, uh, um, we always have our website up available 24-7 at ChristianTechCenter.com so you can learn more about us, what we do, our programs, and how we're benefiting those in need. And, of course, different ways that you can actually um, help support our mission with technology, funding, volunteer time. In fact, uh, you can even go to uh, GiveMyOldPC.com, I believe. Did you buy that? Um, I believe so. Oh, my gosh. And uh, that way it will actually take you to the, uh, uh, to the support page uh, on the Christian Tech Center website. And it will, so you can actually go to GiveMyOldPC.com, and it will actually take you right to the Support the Mission page. And you can even read right there of how your old device, whether it's a desktop computer, a laptop computer, or uh, other peripherals such Gold as... Gold bullion, stack of 20s, whatever's laying around <laughs> in your uh, closet. And how it all helps to support our mission. So uh, I've, I've seen the evidence, people. You, it's And Andre shares the um, address. Come on by. Get a free cup of coffee. Um, see what uh, what's going on over there and see the tremendous amount of work. Say hello to uh, Oz and Dawn if they're there. They've been there the last couple times. And, of I've course, a big thank out. you to Doug. Hey, Whoa. To, Which uh, one? Oh, the, ah, the, you, you the co-host. For uh, hey, helping to restock our coffee bar. Oh, man. And, uh, well, I love coffee, so it was selfish on my part. And, of. Uh, of course, we have our free You're Bible welcome, bookshelf. By the way. Uh, anyone can come and get a free Bible, no questions asked. So come by, get a cup of coffee, grab yourself a free Bible, tell Andre, says, look, I've been listening to podcasts for the last 70 or 80 years, and you two idiots by far have the most compelling podcast on the interweb. So <laughs> you want to tell your friends, you want to share it with your friends, but mostly and uh, quasi-seriously, pray for Christian Tech Center Ministries, uh, pray for uh, Andre and, and his work and, and everything that's associated with it. Um and see, the, you know, pray that, that there might be something you can do for such a time as this. So, until two weeks from today, I'm not even going to look at a calendar. What's the math? Let's 12. So, that's the 26, Andre. Yes, indeed. And, of course, uh, on our next show, we're going to be Ooh, discussing about how. That's what they call a teaser or a cliffhanger, kids. Yes, indeed. So, on our I next broadcast, this. we're going to be going into detail uh, we're going to bring AI back onto the table here oh, and talk nice. about how how essentially mankind and how technology oh, and AI is, gonna be good, people. is going is essentially our 21st century Tower of Babel. Wow. And unfortunately, uh, as you've seen, that didn't AI, end well, by the way. Yeah. And uh, as you can see, uh, as something I had cautioned in an earlier show, so I guess this was a prophetic word, if you will. That That's I what I'll call it. Yeah, that um, 
Well, and Bill it, Gates is the Antichrist, by the way. <laughs> we settled well, that on that episode. Well, what we talked about was that uh, AI would try to falsify or plagiarize God's word and uh, basically invent fabricated passages that didn't really exist. And it was just on the news. It's happened. Oh, man. So, again, information control is uh, it's, it's not good right now. So... On that happy note, it's been great sharing our podcasting wisdom and wit and mirth and uh, spiritual inspiration with each and every one of you. So until the 26th or whatever quasi day that's going to be. If the AI has not already killed me. Yeah, we, we if we're not here, the AI did it. So AI and everybody else, Bill Gates listening. See you next time. And Jesus loves you. And Jesus loves you.